Brandon, come out. We got to shoot today's episode. What's going on? Why, 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 why isn't he out and ready? Fucking, he's, he's crying in there and he won't come out. Well, we, we're going to have to do something because with me and your ego, it can't just be me and you in the podcast. We need a third to break up the levity. You know what this means? Oh, God, no. We have to go to the Great White North for aid. Logan! I... I can't go on! You need to pull it together, man! It's only getting colder, and I swear to God I saw a fucking bumble over there, and I'm not a dentist or an elf. If that thing comes at us, we are fucked! Just go without me! I can't go without you! It's the rule of two again, and then I'm gonna have to go back and get Brandon's crying ass! How much further is it? Just a little while longer, Maddie. We can't we can't stop to make base camp. We won't survive the night. We're we're I think we're oh god, I think we're there. Oh thank god. Hold in just a little bit longer, Maddie. Hey guys, glad you made it. But um what's up with the winter coats? It's Dallas. It's like 98 degrees outside. Hey there, travelers. You look beat. Come in, take a seat while I tell you about a creepy chocolatey treat that's guaranteed to drive the ghouls crazy. With its spine-chilling filling, the all-new United States of Paranormal Welcome back to the United States of Paranormal Podcast, Chiller Filler. This week, we don't have Brandon, but we're making up for it in strides with optimistic personality to the right of me we've got golden jay hey hey and to the right of him we've got the skywalker that's me there you go <laughs> you had the fucking name i swear to god and then we got matt frisbee like always in memoriam i will be crying but enthusiastically in a van somewhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i have a van that's just plain white it says free candy on it oh. so you know <laughs> oh now you're on a list <laughs> if it's one thing i've learned through my years it's always trust a white van with free candy. <laughs> free candy, that's right. <laughs> ice cream put on it next week. So, ironically, Brandon probably is in his vehicle crying somewhere because he's working mandatory overtime, and uh, we are in the great white north of Dallas. Uh, the boys came out here to see Flicker Stick at the uh, House of Blues, which is their goodbye. This thing? is their. Um, uh, this is supposed to be their one-time only reunion show. All original members. Unless the price is right. The, yeah, the, the national the, tour. Yeah, there you go. Well, the price was right, apparently, because uh, they added a second show. There you go. So now there's, um, they have a Friday night show, and then we got tickets for a Saturday night show. But they announced this week that Brandon and Rex, the guitar player, will be reforming a new version of Flicker Stick and recording new music and going out on tour. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. So those two are going to keep going, and the yep. other guys are just kind of... Yeah, Dom, the drummer, is from, like, uh, Connecticut. You know, he's been flying into Dallas for uh, the last six months and, Oof. you know, spending every dime he has just to get down here. Yeah. They've been raising money through the Facebook page, doing donations, stuff like that. Um, so it's been pretty crazy as far as just this band that I love so flipping much. I said flipping uh, Yeah, jacket. there you go. There you go. <laughs> Substitution. Yeah. Uh, that I haven't seen, you know, I've seen them in concert five times up in Indiana. Well, it's a big band for you guys because, yeah. like, it's like I know it's a, it's a the what's the the that Welcome Home the Astronauts mm-hmm. is a is a big album for you, right? Yeah, I mean, growing up, it was always playing in the car. So they released vinyl, what, or late last year, yeah, October of last year, I think. 
So I was I was like one of the first 300 to buy it. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I got the album too. You recommended me and I bought it and listened to it and I've oh, got the hard copy and it's chilling in my car. Well, if you get a chance, I got another album called Tarantula that's really good too. Dope, dope. Do you know if any of that's on Spotify? Okay. All of it. Okay. I'm trying to think if it was on Spotify. Spotify is also written on his white van. (laughs) (laughs) You got to go in there. Go in there and get the album. (laughs) You got music and candy. It's really weird because the golden image radio sticker on the back of it just gives it away who it is. Yeah, you know exactly who it is. You got to market, man. (laughs) Everything you do, you got to market, market, market. Eating rape vans. <laughs> oh man! We and didn't, now we didn't label it. We it was it was vague until. You well, now we're we're also selling knives out of the rape van yeah, too. So, so you know we can stop calling it the rape van any, any given second. It's becoming a whole nother podcast. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I already have PTSD from listening to the Murderers Campfire one today about the Girl Scouts. And, oh uh, now I gotta God. listen to the rape van talk. Okay, okay. The unwanted sexual advance man <laughs> let's just <laughs> mobile <laughs> headquarters nice mobile headquarters there you go <laughs> <laughs> you always got to make it sound better than it is okay so listeners clearly know who golden jay is he's on team boozers uh every other week it's him on there but the skywalker here is on golden image podcast which is a podcast that talks about things you can do and should do and I guess possibly not do if it, the review is bad enough in Indiana. We've been lucky to, we've been lucky in every place we went that we really haven't had bad luck. So we've done some really cool things and and we've recommended them. One day you're going to have to do a bad review. I I've done one. I don't know if you it was uh um Wallbash music. It, it wasn't. Oh, the, it wasn't. It wasn't horrible, yet. but it was. But it just wasn't great. What I anticipated when I went. Yeah. Chaos and yeah, it yeah. It was only an eight out of. Well, 10. I'll tell you what. <laughs> with that review, I literally painted a picture in my head, thinking of like what that place was, and I think you did a good job reviewing it because I could just see it in my head the clutter and the dude sitting off in the corner teaching a guitar lessons, like come on in. Yeah. And that was yeah, that was it. <laughs> like, That's actually exactly how I describe Logan's house. <laughs> Rude and untrue, you dildo. <laughs> All my toys are organized on the shelf. You know where what is what. That's not the guy sitting over there teaching Timmy how to play the guitar. I'm like, hold up, Timmy. I think I can make a sale here. Like, you want a guitar? Well, I'm taking this right out of his hands. Yeah, uh, yeah you don't need this no more, Timmy. Because you suck. Uh, he always brings the kids to his lessons to a white van. <laughs> oh, that's the new sign. Music lessons in the, in the rave van, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Logan, you see a horse and you beat it to death. <laughs> this is how you make money. So, yes, Golden Image Podcast is where you can find the Skywalker. Uh, like I said, we all know that Jeremy is on Team Boozers. He's on the... Mere nerds. The mere nerds. And Love the mere nerds. The Mumius. And he is also on Golden Image Podcast. And I'm soon, a the Indiana Chiefs fan. Because I'm a big whore. Yeah. I don't know how you are how you do it. I don't know how you're on so many and editing. Um, I have a very loving wife who is very understanding. The word of, you're looking for is tolerant. <laughs> tolerant. Tolerant's a good word. She's very good to me. She lets me go do these things and have fun and 
with the with the Indiana Chiefs fans one now, I know you guys got season tickets and everything. So are you guys just gonna cover the season and when the season's over, is that one go on hiatus until next season? Nope. We just keep on trucking. We are gonna keep on trucking. We actually we haven't started recording it as of what is today? What's the date today? June twenty fourth. Yep, twenty yeah. fourth. Uh, we haven't actually started recording it, but we had the schedule for the first twenty weeks figured out. Oh, dope! Jeez. And a lot of those will be week, you know, the season week. So you know, week one, we'll we'll review the game and and stuff like that. But we're gonna do. Um, uh, we we're hooking up with my buddy Phil, who is a longtime Chiefs fan, and he's um, he's a, he's pretty knowledgeable about Chiefs history and stuff like that. But he wants to do like an episode of what it's like to drive from Indiana to Kansas City and the things that are along the way that you can do and That's stuff cool. like that. Um, we're going to talk about the draft. We'll talk I about that. You, you could hit up draft season yeah, and everything exactly. like that. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a lot of football. There's a lot of content, sports in general, I guess. Now, there's not stuff every week when you get into after season. You know, March yeah. and April are a little a little dry, but after the draft, it'll pick up. So we'll we'll figure out some stuff. Yeah, and even that. in that's off season, you just talk about, like, like big historic games for and stuff like that. Yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah. So you start arguing about stats. There you go. Oh, and I, it'll be interesting to see, cause I'm not an over stat guy. I know mm. some, um, and Phil and Phil's not either. And Gunner's going to be on there. So mm. Chico's going to be on, on that one with us. Well, yeah. Cause Skywalker can't be on it. Yeah. Cause he's a stupid ass Seattle fan. <laughs> so when I was, when I was working up the logo for them, you know, we were, we were trying to fit the arrowhead in and Gunner was, driving so i was like hey dad uh check out this edit and i just pulled the seattle logo <laughs> over on top of it it was the ugliest thing you ever seen it's this green color yeah. hey i mean uh, beautiful got, line movie. we got earl thomas he lives in uh he lives around us uh i don't know who the fuck earl thomas is he's on the seahawks that's the first seattle. one that's the first fuck right there so let's do we're doing yeah but we're doing good still <laughs> on my track record, that's that's still pretty good so who's earl thomas he, I think he's a linebacker for on the Seahawks. I'm going to sound really stupid because I don't know sports. He's on, he's on the Seattle Seahawks, or he has. Been. I just know hockey. And that's it. Oh, I God, do right. believe he got cut this off season, but okay. let me do that. He no. had he had been doing uh, a summer football camp for a lot of the local kids in the area. Noise, noise. So yeah, you're gonna have a full docket. That's gonna be Monday busy. through Friday yep. podcast. Yeah, and then I think we don't. I think I'm gonna pump the brakes on it for a minute. After oh that. yeah, you don't have to cover every day of the week. Yesterday, got Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, so, yeah. siesta days. <laughs> Give it two months, and he'll be like, I want to know so, what, what's the idea for Saturday. Idea. I want to know what podcasts release on like weekends, though. What their numbers look like? Because I feel like most people consume them in their cars on the drive to and from work. And I mean, I know people work on the weekends, but like, I imagine most of them are like nine to fivers Monday through Friday. I know that the. The people that I'm, uh, I, the people that I know that listen to United States Paranormal or Murder Nerds, um, they'll consume it on their way to and from work. Yeah, and you know it, it's interesting to talk to them because they they're like, well, you know, I'm only I have a 40 minute drive, so I can get so much of those in, but you know they're so far behind because. Yeah, life. You know, they just don't have time just to sit around and listen to a shit ton of yeah. podcast that Golden Jay's sticking out. Yeah, there. no, I feel you because my drive to and from work is barely ten minutes, but I fortunately get to drive a work truck. To where some days I got to drive to Lake Charles, some days I got to drive to Houston, so right. I can get in a lot of yeah. podcasts. But otherwise, like with the with the call guys, with them having their visual format, like if I can't get in a call guys episode and I'm having a day where I'm not doing a bunch of deliveries, then I'll just pull it up on YouTube and I can watch it that way. Because it's a little hard for me to just sit in my chair at work or at home and just listen. 
but in the right. car, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't uh, I don't listen to many podcasts in the car because normally my commute's not that long. So usually what, what I do when I'm listening because uh, I don't listen to our episodes of United States of Paranormal because I've already edited them and heard them enough. But for the episodes that you and Alicia put out. Um, I'm usually doing chores and stuff when right I'm on. watching that, doing the dishes, cleaning the house, mowing the lawn. Uh, that's that's my podcast time, typically. So my my favorite part of the week is Monday morning after Call Guys releases. I'll be driving to work, and I'll just get through their intro. <laughs> so I'm pulling into my parking spot almost consistently every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say his favorite time is when he finishes it and he starts typing to Colton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that too. Oh, man, you can go to hell for this. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this. Naomi Scott and Aladdin was perfect. Dude, That's all I have to say, I don't, I've never met the dude in person, and I have yelled at him more than I have met. I have yelled at lifelong friends uh-huh. in my car. Yeah, I listened to my first Call Guys podcast the, the other day. And I, mm, <laughs> I had opinions. <laughs> the worst part is, is like, he's like, it just powers him. It seems like he just wants to hear it. He's like, come on, give me some more. What you got? Well, and, and he actually mentions that in episode 10, that he's so competitive. I mean, in sports, in video games with his wife, you know, he's talked about that in episodes, um, you know, the March madness, he's those things. He's so competitive. And this is just part of his personality. You know, he kind of believes in this, and he won't let go of it. I mean, he just keeps power until he wins the Oh, argument. yeah, this dude. That's fun. I want to be on an episode, though, because <laughs> I'm going to argue. I really think that's why they haven't invited me on an episode yet, because they, it'd just be me and Colton arguing back and forth for two yeah. they talked. They joked about having us on because they said they don't know dick about horror or anything like that. But like he, like he was saying about him being competitive, he talked about how he had there was actual basketball posters of him back in the day. So what my question is, does Stouter now have a podcast poster of the call guys with John on his podcast? <laughs> because he just walked in this kid's room one day to go, well, he was going to borrow a game or something. I can't remember what he, he was said. downloading an update. Yeah, he, he yeah. had to go, he went to his friend's house to use his internet, went to his house to use his internet to download something, an update for his Xbox. When he walks in, there's a poster of him on this cat's wall. And he's like, what the hell? Yeah, and, he on your wall? and he didn't really know him that well at that point. He's yeah, like, at that Why point you I take your, your Xbox home. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, dude, that's right by your bed. What the hell is going on here, man? I don't know what kind of circus shit's going on, but I'm, uh, I'll, I'll just go down the street. It's not that yeah, slow of a download. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a, I, I like listening to it. I like I said, it raises my blood pressure when I listen well, to and it. Well, that's, and that's, but, you know, that's the beauty of that, of the call guys is that they, they bring that And you know, it was interesting in the last intro you guys did where you talked about the, the DeLorean, uh, you know, running the on the screams, yeah, the call guy and I'm assuming that the screams are the people yelling at the radio, going, "It's a B. You want Boston? You want the Bullet Boys? Bon Jovi? Let me tell you about this. This guy that the like the week before was doing, they did a podcast about music and everything, and he commented on the show. He's like, oh, "I'm all about Rush. I love Rush." And I was like, "Oh, I even talked to him in a in a message. I sent him a thing from Fanboys because there's a character in Fanboys. It's like there's three rules in my van." One, nobody touched the red button. Two, it's all Rush all the time. <laughs> Opens up a suitcase and stuff at Rush cassettes, and he's like, three, no jerking it in my van. <laughs> so I sent that to him. He's like, yeah, I'll rush all the time. Then they do that fucking game, and Colton gets R. Yeah. And he's like, uh. uh and I was yeah. like, Rush, Rush, man. <laughs> 
He just, he just, he just couldn't do it. He didn't, I almost had an aneurysm right there. And literally, I paused the episode and I got my phone out and I was like, "Golden Image Family Chat," I'm like you son of a bitch. <laughs> the one that killed me the worst, the one that I kept yelling at my radio, was they were talking about Wahlburgers, and Gunner says, "I've only had Wahlburgers once, and it was in Cincinnati." It wasn't in Cincinnati. It was in Cleveland. And I'm yelling at my, just fix it, Gunner. Fix it. Has we he, were in Cleveland. Has we he were in Cleveland. Been to Cincinnati? Oh, I don't know. Maybe he has. Maybe he hasn't. I don't know. But but if we were in Cleveland, we went up to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and we went and seen 30 Seconds to Mars down at Blossom. And we just happened to, like, Wahlburgers is down the street. It's, Let's the, the crazy part about the Golden Image, everything, is that, like, I have these shows I listen to daily, and then I can go to my inbox and talk to these people directly. And like let's like this last this last week, the uh animation to live action adaption one they did, I was sitting there listening to it, and then they're talking about Transformers, and he's like, What was that called? What was that called? And then I just hear Gunner say my voice like Logan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I was like, the, I had to hit the 10 second back mark on it, and he's like, Logan, what is it? And I was like, yeah, just sit down and type it out. And I was like, Colton, it's Transformers Beast Wars. You <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I'll tell just you trippy. I'll tell you something cool happened last weekend when we were recording the Murdnerds, uh the Camp Murdnerds. Um my neighbor, uh Tom, his soon-to-be wife, Laura, is a big Murdnerds fan. And That's crazy. And you may have heard it in the beginning of that episode where the girls talk about meeting Laura. But it was so cool to to sit there. I was we were talking about uh, DJing. I'm DJing their wedding, and we were going over all the songs and stuff like that. And I made a comment. It's like, yeah, we're gonna be recording a podcast out here tonight. And she kind of looked at me. I said, yeah, we're doing Murderers out here. And she's like, oh, really? And I go, do you want to meet the girls? And she was a fucking fangirl. Like, I mean, this woman is you know a little bit older, but she was like, oh my god, I'm gonna meet the girl. You you you, you, can, you can be honest. She was like, oh, I, I'd love to meet Ashley, but uh, ah, that damn Alicia. Alicia. <laughs> you want to pipe in on that one, there, buddy? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but it was it's so cool to see, that and that's dope. the same thing as you know you're talking about you know, you're talking to these people you've never met because you listen to them on the podcast and it was the same way for her. She got to meet the girls and she was ecstatic and I thought it was so cool. Oh, what would what I would consider a huge win one day if somebody were to recommend this podcast to, to me. You? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be absolutely amazing. <laughs> be crazy, wouldn't it? Mm. Like, cool. wait, do you, you don't know who I am? <laughs> yeah, the, the, like the the like it is it's it's pretty it's pretty bonkers because we got like we got an email the other day from a dude that was like, I got some stories and stuff I want to talk to you about. And I was like, okay, so maybe this guy is going to want to hop on a Zoom or write us a message or anything. And then he's like, uh, where do you say he lived in? Like San Antonio or something? Yeah. Someone's like five hours away. And he was like, is the ninth good for you guys? I'll drive down there. I'm like, Whoa, hold up. This guy wants to drive five hours here and five hours back to be on our podcast. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't even want to drive five hours to be on my bike. <laughs> Gunner does the same thing with the call guys. He's got people that are like, uh, I want to be a guest on the call guys. You know, we can talk about this. I, see. I want to be on. Oh yeah, the they're guys. all yeah. yeah. I'm about to say that's that's what everyone's trying to love. do. They're like, I, I've got opinions. I yeah, I, I, let me get them in here. Yeah, I'd love to go hop on there and do a horror or something with them or anything. But I would want them boys to watch some horror and stuff too, so they can chime in. <laughs> Gunner's probably watched enough that he could probably hold Gun- it. Yeah, I know Gunner's definitely picked up a few. Well, one of his favorite albums is an album that is, uh, what is their name? Uh, 
but most of their albums, Ice Nine Kills, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's all all their most of their songs are based yeah. on old. He's yelling old at the radio right now, going, yeah. "Logan, it's Ice Nine Kills." Well, there you go. but see, we corrected it yeah. before it ended. It's fixed. It's all right. So yeah, but I mean, Ice Nine Kills is an album that's mostly all songs about certain horror franchises yep. and everything. Like me with Wednesday Thirteen, that album is like American Werewolves in London. I walked with a zombie. Uh, Death to a pa- We Party, which is a song about Jason Voorhees. Like, it's very horror-based music. Not like guar horror. horror yeah, music, yeah, yeah. It's visual horror. It's like, it's literal, like, I took this movie, and I made it into lyrics, and now here's a song. And they actually, uh, Ice Nine Kills actually use that in their concerts then, too. Oh, that's dope. So with, the, with the red balloon for Pennywise. and See, that's it. And um, some guys dressed up like the crow. And, well, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. While we're on the subject of music, and we got a bunch of music adjacent people here that all dig it. And Do you play? Sort of it. Not me. I'm not, I, that's why when I did that, I was like, I like music. I'm not as much a connoisseur and or artist at all like you guys are. Uh, staying the subject of our show, horror movies with like music soundtracks. So like, like you got, you got Dawkins. Oh yeah, from the Dream Warriors. The Dream Warriors. Yeah. That that dude literally was on an interview being like, uh, he's like, even if I want to sing that song, I cannot hit that note anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like I can yeah. barely hit it back then. Uh, basically, almost every Stephen King movie back in the day, because Maximum Overdrive had a song that was just like, Maximum Overdrive. Didn't they have a whole album? No, by there was the, it was the whole ACDC album of um, um, uh, crap. What was it? Oh, I mean, it's been forever since I've seen Maximum it, Overdrive. I was just talking about, uh, pro- I think earlier today, that I needed to rewatch Maximum a, Overdrive. Was that the Who Made Who album? It might be. Like, yeah. No, it, well, it has to. Yeah, I think it is Who Made Who. Yeah. But then you got also, wasn't it the Ramones that did Pet Cemetery? Oh, that I don't know. Uh, they did a song for the Pet Cemetery where it's like, I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. <laughs> and that was in the movie. <laughs> like, like, it just, just music alone is just a huge part of the horror franchise, especially in like, or like the late 80s, like early 90s, it was just like hand in hand. Yeah. I really think Dream Warrior by Dawkins is one of my favorite. It's one of the greatest songs. songs. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Were the Plus the out. music video was fantastic for yeah. that. They got they had that like dollhouse and then you go in and you got every member of the band kind of like chasing her around and like then Freddie wakes up from a nightmare at the end. Yeah, and yeah. Like, he was like, yeah. who were those guys? <laughs> Holding his teddy bear and shit. Yeah. I really want to say it was the Ramones that did Pet Cemetery. I'm fairly certain it was them, but I could I could be wrong as shit. So if you guys want to yell at your radio, you can go right ahead. <laughs> yell away. I'm probably one of the few people to remember that's even a song. I don't think I know that one. It was never. It was. It's like it wasn't in the movie. It was just credits rolled, and they're like, "All right, Ramones. I don't know. Fucking sing a song about <laughs> the Pet Cemetery." I'm like, "Well, I don't want to be buried in one." There you go. Lyrics right there. We're done. I'll tell you one of my favorites was uh, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince oh, and uh, Nightmare on My Street. Street. Yeah. yeah. That was a good one too. With a nightmare on my street. Yeah. I mean, damn, you could almost—I mean, you could sing the lyrics right along with the song because you just got them, just got them down. Oh yeah, times. good lord, I forgot. There's a lot of Freddy Krueger-based music out there for that. I'm trying to think of other ones out there. Uh, I know it's not horror. I keep thinking about that song. Uh, was it Celine Dion did for Deadpool Two? Oh, Ashes. oh yeah. yeah. You you seen that? You I don't that think one? I've seen that. Oh, one. That, yeah, that, that, oh, that song. <laughs> Yeah, it was Ramones, Pet Cemetery. So, oh, there yeah, you so go. I nailed it. And like, how many people know Ramones did a song for Pet Cemetery? 
<laughs> not I. I'm Did you know that? It. I wonder if that uh, was. I've I never seen the original Pet Cemetery. Like, to be fair, when they were getting paid a lot for shit, or was that like uh, we can we could use a little scratch? I don't know what we're gonna do here. Like, hey, hey, Pet Cemetery's long. Like, yeah. okay. Cash grab, grab <laughs> yeah. it while you can. Yeah, do what you got to do. Oh yep. yeah, yeah. But Celine Dion did a song exclusively for Deadpool two. And the music yeah, but video. isn't she like a movie whore when it comes to that? Song? She's, she's she Canadian. Do, He's Canadian. It was just a big. Didn't she do some big song for some movie about a boat or something? I can't <laughs> quite put my finger on it. Yeah, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got what? You got Lady Gaga just busted out that new song for Top Gun Two: Electric Boogaloo. That yeah. that that was really. My my sister was like, I didn't watch Top Gun One, but I watched that music video and I wanted to cry. And I was like, You didn't even watch it. You're not emotionally connected, Goose. You can't cry. Now did. Maybe I'm thinking of a different one. Was that the one where she's on the runway and the plane yep. goes? Okay. Yep, that's right. it. Yeah, that was pretty badass. That was a good song. I checked it out. The music video was sad as shit. But Gaga is pretty pretty amazing. I mean, yeah, no, I'll give it to her. I mean, you look at what she did with The Star is Born and, and all that. Uh, I'm trying to remember the... Uh, I can't remember. My favorite song by her is the one where... Uh, I can't remember the fucking song title. They say I know the music video and I know she performed it live where she came out dressed like a greaser dude where she did a monologue basically talking shit about Lady Gaga like she was one of her exes and everything. Uh it's like sit back down where you belong in the corner of my couch with your high heels on. I can't remember the name of the song to save my life, but that's probably the main Lady Gaga song I go to. <laughs> the song is playing in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, it. that squirrel is running hard in yeah, there right his now. His eyes are moving <laughs> in everything. No, I, I literally, it's my favorite song by her, and I can't remember the damn title of the name. And there is well, You and I. There you yeah, go. Yeah, you and I. You but and I. The, the band I do sound for, uh, it's, they do uh, a cover of that song during oh, really? the shows. Yeah. It's a good song. And they do a, I, she's a really talented. Song. She just gets shit on a lot because she's a little eccentric, but she's she's killer. Oh yeah. Uh, well, before she got before she got famous as an artist, she actually wrote a lot of music for a lot of artists. Oh, one of her other greatest songs, you know, "Lonely Island," three way. You know, it's not gay if it's in a three way. That's right. With some honey in the middle. There's a leeway. Uh-huh. Yeah, but the fact <laughs> that the third person is a dude. Yeah. Makes it gay. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the whole song, man. You're, you're null and void in the whole song. With some honey in the middle, there's some leeway. That's what I'm saying. So let me ask you a question. Since we're on Lonely Island, have you ever put your dick in a box? Can't say that I have. And then, you know, you know, you cut a hole in the box. My favorite. You put your dick in the box, no. <laughs> and then you open the box. No. My favorite Lonely Island song is uh, uh, Mother Lover. I'm a mother lover, you're a mother mother. We should fuck each other's mothers. mothers yeah. Fucking each other's moms. Because <laughs> every mother's day, there's a mother's night. <laughs> Actually, you know, um, Dick in a Box is one of my favorites, but I think my all-time favorite Lonely Island is uh, Jizz in My Pants. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then a breeze rolls in. Yeah. Jizz in My pants. favorite is and will always be I'm on a boat. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's oh, got, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, as far as dick in a box goes, oh, let, me, no. let me tell you a story. Oh, I don't wait, want to wait, hear the story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, remember, is, I want you, one important not, thing, I am still your dad, well, and your yeah. aunt and uncle are in the room with us. So. <laughs> <laughs> They'll laugh about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be fine. Um, I had a couple oh, of friends. There's no visual aids for the story, is there? Well, I can give you a visual aid. <laughs> um, it was my buddy's 16th birthday party. We're not and naming names here. No, we're not going to use names. This story sounds like it includes minors. <laughs> well, you know, you know. 
So three of my friends brought a box and cut holes in it, and then they all stood on each side of it. Wait, wait, no. You, yeah. The song is, yeah. I put my dick in a box, not let's put our dicks <laughs> well, in the box. Well, they put their dicks in the box. That's all. Did they really? Did they, they did. Oh. I, I, I tell you names, we, but I don't want to. We just aired an episode where we literally talked shit about the TARDIS saying we were stacked in their tip to tip to tip. <laughs> yeah. You guys were literally stacked tip, tip to tip to tip. <laughs> So the birthday, the so birthday boy comes right downstairs. There? There's no honey in the middle. There yeah, is no yeah. leeway. Yeah. <laughs> there might have been like a, a, a piece of tissue paper. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so no. the birthday boy comes downstairs and sees them holding the box. And he's like, nope. And then smacked it. <laughs> that is the, that's the correct response yeah. to that. He also <laughs> sent each one of them a certified mail letter saying, this is, you are no longer my friends. <laughs> this is the restraining order. <laughs> so, Yeah. Favorite Lonely Island song is every time I hear it, I think of that story. And those three. No you weren't there at the time, were you? Were you one of the three buddies? No, I was not. <laughs> I can give you names, but I won't do that. Uh, not on there. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Yeah, no. They'd receive a letter that says, I respect your choices. <laughs> well, we are no longer friends. I consider what you did in my home sexual yeah, assault. Yeah. You may leave yeah. now. Cool. Oh, man. No uh, I no. hope whoever this is gets uh, gets dropped a note and listens to this, and there's shame. Shame on all of you. <laughs> <laughs> that box did nothing to you and did not deserve that. That was not its intended purpose. Okay, so back to, you know, anything but that. <laughs> so I know you do not consume a bunch of horror media. I do not uh but since we have started the United States Paranormal, I am consuming more and more of it. Um, a lot of YouTube, a lot of... I, I don't do necessarily movies because they're movies. Yeah. I want to I experience actual stuff that's happening. So um, that's what I really in, enjoy more now that we started the podcast and really start diving into it, this stuff. I was always a believer. I mean, I'm, I've never not been a believer, but I just didn't consume a ton of it. And let me tell you right now, TikTok at two in the fucking morning is not the place to throw paranormal shit at you. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't fuck with TikTok at all just because like I'm worried if I got it on my phone. Oh, it's fucking addictive. Exactly. So yeah. I don't I don't mess with it. Yeah. But yeah, we literally had to tell basically I'm gonna call her my mother in law because at this point she basically is. The other night she was telling us about spooky shit that she was looking at TikTok at like one o'clock at night while we're getting ready for this trip here. And we're like, she was like, I'll send you this video. I just got to look it up. And I was like, don't, don't get on spooky TikTok at one o'clock at night yeah. because you're, like, you're going to be wanting to come over to the house. And I'm like, no, they'll do it. And then we go to lay down bed. And sure enough, my phone goes, ding. I look down and she's sending me spooky shit on my Facebook. <laughs> and I was like, what did I tell you? <laughs> she's like, isn't that neat? And I was like, yeah, now go to bed. <laughs> Stop sending me shit. Some so. of them on there are pretty, pretty intense. Some of them are kind of like, uh, you know, whatever. But, uh, you know, that's my time to work on my research is usually late at night because I've spent so much time during the mm-hmm. after, you know, I work in, I work at, you know, an eight hour job every day. So the rest of my time in the evening is editing or making sure that I've got my schedules down. So I know what needs to be done. And then I go lay down in bed and I read Connor's, um, Biddle's book or, or just kind of scroll through uh, YouTube and, and do some research on whatever my next story is going to be. And yeah, it, it's like I wake up in the middle of the night, I got to pee, and it's because if I can go scared to shit right. <laughs> in my dream. Yeah, no, the research rabbit hole is a tricky one too because you're like with me, I'll be like, okay, I'm researching this, I'm researching this, and then while I'm researching this, I see something else. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. okay, now I'm researching this, and I'm researching that, I'm going to come back to this, and then I'll come back to this, and it's just everywhere. Yeah. 
Because like I said, uh, talked about earlier, just now there's so much content. Now we, we all around when it all started, really, like the main content. I mean, we're here, we got to watch sto- shows like Taps and stuff, like the original right, Ghost yeah. Hunters and stuff when it started where it was like massively popular and now it's the now we're at the point where it's a saturated ass market at least as far as television goes it's everywhere uh and i feel like horror is starting to build back up like if there was a while there like towards the the like birth of the marvel cinematic universe where horror petered off especially like mainstream theater horror we were getting a bunch of like pg-13 just like kind of jump scary shit and now i feel like we're getting back to horror with feelings like you got shows like hill house where it's scary but the scariest shit about it is be like the show is making you think about death and like losing loved ones and this and that and it's like it's horror but it's elevated horror with thought process being put back into it not just like paranormal activities where it's like okay watch over here watch over here then we're just gonna have something pop up on the left hand side of the screen to get a jump scare out of you but there's no connection you don't give a shit about these characters and everything but I just feel like it's it's getting back to it, uh, which is great for me because I like you like you said I've always been a believer, but I've also love that as a whole. I love it in fictional and non-fictional. I love slashers, monster movies. I even love me some big snake movies. When you get those big animals, the, <laughs> they're about to do a movie called literally called Cocaine Bear that's going to come out this year. That's going to theaters. It's about just a giant bear that happened upon a crashed airplane that was full of coke and basically rolled around and it's just murdering a whole town let's go into theaters cocaine bear (laughs) that's awesome so can't go wrong with that yeah i grew up on b-tier sci-fi horror movies anaconda anaconda 2 anaconda 3 yeah stuff with shark to puss big spiders big ants gargoyles dragons Anything weird and public domain you can think of ended up on Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> well, you talked about Thirteen Ghosts. Like that was a movie you didn't really want to take in at first. And I didn't want it. Yeah, and I I loved it even to the point where um, I went back and watched all the commentary and every every piece of that was on the DVD. I went back and watched. That's every a good bit of it. behind the scenes one too because there's so much. Like those people built so much on those ghosts lore wise that never even got put in the movie right that is it was really good it's really good it's a good good movie too but i was always uh i mean i've been a long time freddy fan i mean all the nightmares i mm-hmm. mean i've watched all i guess i shouldn't say all of them because they I think there's a couple newer ones that came out that i don't think I. Watched. there's some sketchy ones there's some really good freddy movies and then there was like the remake one where they they always alluded that freddy murdered kids back in the days and then they did the new edgy version where they're like found freddy's box of Polaroid pictures of kids and stuff, and it's just like, okay, we went a we went a gross route here, because Freddy was Freddy was scary, but Freddy was like frat boy scary because he was like he's gonna kill you, but he's gonna pop out of a TV and be like, welcome to prime time, bitch, and yeah. like, shit like yeah. that, you know, and it, it kind of loses its haha when it's like, here's my cigar box full of diddle pictures, and you're just like, you're not funny anymore, Freddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my boy Jason Voorhees has been caught up in legal battles for the last like, oh, yeah. eight years so that's been a nightmare that's the big thing logan got me watching were the the fr- uh friday the 13th films og ones and uh, we haven't finished watching them all yet but so i've never been that big on a slasher films before but it definitely friday the 13th gave me more of appreciation for the genre what are you sky you got any go-to horror flicks or is this uh, not really your speed norbit 
<laughs> yeah, that was a really, really, really scary this movie. This far in my life without seeing that movie, I'm going to keep on trucking. Uh, I'd say my top horror movie is Stay Alive. It was like 2002. Oh, I love you for that. Like yeah. I, I have two copies of Stay Alive on DVD because I wore the first one smooth the hell out. That is, First of all, Frankie Muniz is a national treasure. Malcolm in the well, Middle? I mean, you know, that's that's a debate for another time. I, no, but. I love Frankie Muniz. He's great. <laughs> we got to protect Frankie. <laughs> well, if you you want about Frankie Muniz, Malcolm in the Middle changed the game when it comes to sitcoms. All modern sitcoms wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Malcolm in the Middle. They were the first sitcom to not do the, the laugh track or a live studio right, audience. Right. And the, their filming process was completely different, too, and everything. That was a great show. Oh, yeah. Utterly rewatchable. But no, Stay Alive's a great one. Uh, I almost crapped my pants when I lived in Germany Watch after I watched that movie because I had that DualShock blue PlayStation 2 controller, right? And I left, uh, I left War of the Monsters on, but I turned my TV off, right? And that movie is about video games. It's about video game, and if you die in the video game, you die in real life. And you know the bitch is coming because you can hear the sound of your DualShock controller vibrating. Because you know? <laughs> that's, that's how it is. So I'm sitting here laying on my little black futon couch that I had in Germany. And I'm laying there in bed, and I've and those apartments out there had wooden floors, and I had that controller sitting on there, and something unpa- it unpaused because I shifted or something because I'm sleep- sleeping at ground level. I'm laying in the bed, and I just hear that. <laughs> I'm like, I just think I'm dreaming. I wake my eyes up, and I'm like, it's fine, it's just dreaming. And then it just, I couldn't get that fucking light switch quick enough. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going down like this, man. <laughs> that's a that's an awesome movie too. I like I, I think it came a little bit. Before it's time. Oh, I, I think I agree, something 100%. like that would have killed it more now, especially with like Twitch and everything going on now, and his games being as big as they are. Because even back then, game gaming was big, but it's not like as big as it is now. Well, and I mean, keep in mind that you know we've seen quite a few horror movies over the last five or six years about these people live streaming and getting yeah. killed in the live stream. Oh so. yeah, video game horror movies are, are right. horror things are a thing. I mean, the Halo live action show that's out right now is, <laughs> is scary as shit. <laughs> it's a clusterfuck. Don't get me started. But I'd I say uh, I'd say Stay Alive and then followed very closely by the entirety of the Halloween franchise. Yeah. Huge okay, so Michael how do you feel Meyer about fan. the new Halloween movies? The Rob Zombie ones? No, the ones past it. The new the ones. ones. The, the, the ones that retconned away everything after one. Which I'm fine the- with them. Simply because the original Halloween series was so convoluted and oh. messed up. and Oh, yeah. like Convoluted is putting it lightly because you got to think you had Halloween 1 and then you had Halloween 2 where like it's his he's, – he's related to her. He's her brother. And then you have, like, the biggest M. Night Shyamalan before M. Night Shyamalan ever existed. Like, all these people go to theaters, see Halloween 3. I'm going to see Halloween 3. Can't wait to see what Michael Myers is up to. And he's not in the whole movie except for a commercial on the TV because Halloween 3, I don't know if you've ever seen it, Season the Witch. I have not. Is just a, it is the weirdest fucking movie. It is and if it wasn't, strange. if it wasn't called Halloween 3, I think that movie would have been a cult classic if it was its own thing. Just cut out Halloween 3, just call it Season the Witch. It is a movie about a company that sells Halloween masks to kids, and they have a commercial on thing. It's like counting down to Halloween. It's like five more days till Halloween, Halloween, and it's a witch mask, a pumpkin mask, and a skeleton mask, right? So you're waiting for Michael Myers to show up. He doesn't. Uh, there are weird, like, android-like dudes walking around, like these guys that are just kind of like stiff businessmen walking around. You got a sheriff that's trying to figure out what's going on with these Halloween masks because there's some kids that showed up with, like, snakes and spiders crawling out of their head, and they just die. 
and they're like trying to figure out what's going on. It leads them all to this big setup for these masks that are being mass produced. And there's like background noise going on. Like you hear a commercial about one of the heads from Easter Island is missing and it's never discussed again. <laughs> and like the plot goes and it goes and it's like some weird corporate conspiracy with Android dudes where they're trying to put out all these Halloween masks that on Halloween is going to trigger and snuff anybody that's wearing them basically. And you find out they've been chipping in the tags, the silver shamrock tag in the back. They've been chipping pieces off the Easter Island stone and slipping them into the tags. And for some reason, <laughs> uh, some reason that stuff's volatile. When that that commercial says no more days till Halloween, it's just gonna off anybody and everybody has one of these masks on. It is the weirdest shit. It's fantastic, but it had no business being labeled Halloween three, and it pissed off a righteous amount of people when it went to theaters. Uh, including my mother who's raising her hands right now. <laughs> I love it though. It's a fantastic movie. But they just did people dirty by calling it Halloween 3. Had well, nothing to do with it. And Halloween 4, I believe, is the one where it's his niece, right? Yes. So at the very end of that movie, the niece is upstairs in the bathroom and she kills her guardian. I can't remember if it's her mom or not. And you see Dr. Loomis, Loomis run up the stairs and that little girl's wearing a clown mask and she's holding up a bloody knife. That stuck with me for years. Luma should have just yeeted her right out the window yeah. at that point. <laughs> you want to talk about something that sticks with you? I watched this movie because I have a huge crush on Elijah Dushku. But wrong turn. I thought he was going to uh, say the new guy. <laughs> no, I watched the bathing suit scene and the right, new guy right, for right. like, anyway. I, if you're on the DVD, if you go to like, Chapter 18, that starts right at the... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I know exactly where you're at. I can give but you the exact time stamp. Wrong turn. Too. Have you seen that one with her? I have not. It was that, that was around that era of the lack of better words was like that, like a plot like... That, Joy, Joy, that was wrong turn. Give me give me the rundown of it. I think I... Uh, let's see. She's on... I don't even know what... Buffy. Yeah, no, yeah. She played Faith on, yeah. on Buffy. And but, she's also in Bring It On. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. And she also dated Fox. Rick Fox for a long, long time. Weird. Are they even still together? You know, Rick Fox, if you don't know, is from Warsaw, Indiana. Yes, there does you go. that make you feel like you kind of dated her? <laughs> I, I, I thinking that when she comes to town, that maybe we could get yeah, a chance yeah. to meet, and no. maybe she would like me and and dump the multi million dollar hunk of man that is Rick Fox for the. <laughs> so, no, sorry. Um, uh, she ends up having to take a, a a detour off one of the main off the main highways. I think they're in Arkansas too. I, to be honest, I, I'm pretty sure it's Arkansas. And there's just a, a hillbilly family that that just takes and disembowels people and oh, like yeah. you go you, you go in their shed. And there's like jars of eyeballs and shit like that. But is, am I am the, I right? No, that, that yeah, no. That's that was right yeah. that was. There was like a two-year stint there where that was horror movie. That was everything that came out was that vibe. It was like, lack of better words, rapey, gross people out. Like yeah. there's Hills Have Eyes, that, like stuff like The Messengers. Like it was all the same but not the same. Uh, Joyride was one of them too, wasn't it? The one Joyride with the was, yeah, the one the with, the, yeah, with um, uh, uh, crap. What was, was the Paul, call? Paul Walker in that Paul Walker was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. What was what was the call sign for that they used to trick that trucker? It was something weird. Was it, like, it was like cotton candy or something. Yeah, like it was like it was something weird. But that trucker was so creepy. Where he was like, "You there, sugar mama?" or something. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, oh. <laughs> "Oh man, yeah." That was a that was a that was a stint of horror movies. I just didn't. And I then, didn't of course, the one that sticks with you forever, 
the log truck from what is it Final, Final Destination? Destination. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody's like, oh yeah, fuck, I know that. that definitely one. make you a second. There's a lot of log trucks on the route to our school <laughs> back today. You definitely think about it. that and roller coasters. Final Destination ruined a lot of things for a lot of people. I'm sure there's people that didn't get in tanning beds after what like Final Destination eight or whatever right, that was. Right. That poor girl gets deep fried in the tanning bed. Oof. But that log truck scene in that first one was. Uh, uh, cinematically amazing that, that they, how they put that together. That movie looped, was around so long that it literally looped around and bit itself in the ass to where like the last one they put out literally tied into the beginning of the first one. Oh, really? But it made no sense because in the newest one they had smartphones and shit. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I got to get on this plane. And then you look over and there's the guys from the first movie on the plane with them. I'm like, hold the fuck. There weren't no smartphones in Final Destination <laughs> 1. But whatever. You're trying to get super meta. You do you. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I, I've my favorite genre, like I'm classic slasher. And I like haunting movies. I like good haunting movies like Poltergeist and stuff like that. I don't like... I respect what like stuff like Paranormal Activity did, like because it was kind of unique for them and everything. That dude, fuck, that dude made so much money off such a such a tiny ass budget. He literally shot that first one in his own place, found actors on like Craigslist basically, and the, the you can watch a documentary on making that movie. And that chick that played uh, the first character in there was like, um, listen. Uh, this was my last go for acting, and she was like, and I was worried I was going to end up in somebody's basement. Because <laughs> she was like, he was like, I'm going to need, I need a man, I need a woman, that is it. You're going to live in my house. I'm going to set up cameras. And it very much sounded like you were about to end up in somebody's home rendition of Saw. And she signed up and did it, and it panned out because they made buku amount of money. Right. And they just now relaunched that with, re relevant to you guys, because you guys live up north and everything, the new one is based in an Amish community. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the whole thing is like this chick is gets on Ancestry.com trying to find her real parents, and it was like, your mom was Greta. And she heads on out there, and unfun hijinks <laughs> happens out in, in Amish country. And let me tell you, it's everything's scary in your house, but everything gets scarier when you got no technology out there. Right, right. Because your camera you're recording shit with isn't going to do a whole hell of a lot good for you when demons are crawling out of the woods. <laughs> And Amish people are trying to get you with pitchforks and everything. They're not really, a, <laughs> oh not really assistant. Didn't they already do that with Midsummer? I don't want to talk about that movie. That's like woke horror, and that 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 was traumatizing as shit. Don't recommend that. I don't watch okay. Midsummer. And there was one more, uh, Hereditary. I never saw Hereditary. Don't do it. That was just haunting. It's like not even scary. It's just like there's scenes in there that will just live up in your dome rent free for the rest mm, of your yeah, life. Yeah, I don't I don't want those. I don't want those at all. Yeah, no, I don't I don't I don't recommend it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Midsummer is a really, really good flick. It's good. It's just oh, it's just we're like, about to turn this into call, oh, guys. I here disagree. We go. I think that film was pretentious and terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it startled me, I'll give you that. If his job was to make me uh Lay in bed with my eyes wide open, being like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just it. uncomfortable. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it's like Hill House. Hill House gave me an extra, was it extra existential crisis in yeah. the middle of night sleeping. I was like, oh my god, what if I end up being a ghost and I end up haunting people I like? And it was like, you know, like it was like, and I, oh, this sucks, and everybody dies. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> It was a good show, but it did it was not good for people's mental health in the long run. 
Which, on that note, we met a bartender today that uh, followed us on all of our pages and everything, and she's going to watch Hill House and give us a hit up and tell us what she thought. Because she was like, I started it a ago, but the first episode was too scary, and I didn't finish it. And I was like, you should do it. Yeah, at this point, she'll finish it before we do. Yeah, <laughs> shit, we watched two episodes like three months ago, and we yeah. still haven't gone back. And poor Brandon was accident was not accidentally, but stoned out of his mind where he wasn't even in taking it, I don't think. Was that it was, the gummy incident? Yeah, it okay. was the after effects <laughs> oh, yeah. of that. It was the, I bought them, might as well use them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the, my, the my, my favorite genre of horror is like the environmental horror stuff. Uh, I think The Mist. Um, That's another one that hurts you so I wanted The Happening to be better. Uh, when That's, it came out, did you but, watch that one with uh, Martin Mark and the Plants? Yeah, no, I can't. No, because they, I think somebody ruined it for me, and I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna watch that now. You would have ruined it for yourself just by watching it. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty I still rough. can't. What was the one? Was it The Fog? The Mist. The, 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 no, 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 there no, was no, the, fog. Yeah, the Fog at the same time. Hollywood is so bad about doing this, putting out <laughs> movies with very similar titles because yeah. you got The Fog and you got The Mist, both horror movies, both came around the same time. Very different. You got the mist here, which is like Lovecraftian, almost extraterrestrial stuff yeah. from another dimension. And then you got the fog, which is leprosy ghost pirates. <laughs> Two very I'd rather watch movies. leprosy ghost pirates than <laughs> the mist was rough. I don't know if you plan on watching it. Which one? Which one of the two did? The, the final scene where the the guys in the car. The, the mist. mist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. is. Ooh, man, that is a horrible ending. Yes. I was like, I love that movie, and they got to that ending, and I just, credits rolled, and I was still sitting there on the couch just staring at the blank TV, just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. But, at the, you know, at the end of Ghost Leprosy Pirates, it's just like, oh, no, they took Smallville's girlfriend away, and you're just like, <laughs> you're like oh, well, I, got, I can still sleep at night. <laughs> I, all right. I'll tell you, the original The Fog hits different than the remake. Oh, the original Fog's like, costumes were better too right. they were scarier the practical effects there's something better about practical effects but then you're also comparing it to early 2000s cg leprosy ghost pirates and it's <laughs> right. just like they look like they look like the the lunar ghost from scooby-doo movie they just got a slight glow <laughs> to them and you're like "Ooh, i can't wait till scooby shows up and unmasks the ghost pirate and i'm like oh fuck it was smallville the whole time Ugh. you see what scooby-doo has brought to you the whole Oh, I mean, Scooby Doo started this. Whole oh, thing, I respect yeah. Scooby Doo. Yeah, no, that's probably where I got all my spooky from. Was from Scooby Doo mm-hmm. and this one over here, mainlining it all the time. When yeah, I yeah. was a kid, was like, "Oh, let me get some more Scooby Doo." Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we got? You yeah. know what movie worked great as a horror film? Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Oh, that's one of the best lines ever, too. Be like, "Do you believe in ghost stories, Miss Swan? You, you best start." Because you're in one. And yeah. Just like, ooh. <laughs> that scene was absolutely terrifying. And then when he tells the pirates to go take a walk. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they board the, the ship. And underneath the water and yeah. everything. Yeah, that was back when the it was like low-key Disney horror. And then it just yeah. kind of ramped up and got a little bit more goofier and goofier. And it's still, I mean, can't shake a stick at them because, I mean, they made tons of, tons of money. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I've watched, I think I watched all of them, but like maybe, I don't think I watched the one with mermaids in it. I've seen commercials for it, but I didn't watch it. I guess that's the fourth one. I never watched, I never watched the fourth one. I don't know, I can tell you. That's the, the Fountain of Youth. Yeah, the one with the Fountain of Youth I did not watch. I watched the last one that had the Ghost of Salazar. Yeah. Whatever. That was a cool one too. I didn't mind it. I thought that was enjoyable. You got weird CG young Jack Sparrow in that one, which that technology is getting bonkers too with the 
being able to de-age everybody and everything. So, oh, you mean like what they did with uh, Princess Leia and Luke and all that in the Star oh, yeah. Wars stuff? Sometimes they kill it, and sometimes you're just like, ooh. Yeah, I'm they missed really... it with Leia. They missed it with Leia, but I thought Mar- uh, Mark Hamill's uh, Luke Skywalker's when he came into the end of Mandalorian wasn't too bad. Someone that did it before but... all these people were doing it, and I thought killed it was Tron Legacy. Where oh, they yeah, de-aged yeah, yeah. his, they Jeff de-aged Bridges. his dad, Br- yeah. Jeff Bridges, and I, I thought it looked fantastic and still holds up to this day. Uh, Jeff Bridges looked like Jeff Bridges from Tron, and I, I stand by both. I think things. we've always had the same problem now and then, and that's we can't we can't cross the uncanny valley. It always looks wrong. Even if see, uh, with Star Wars, it's a lot of their mouth isn't moving enough. Right. To actually you know, be speaking. That's that's a really funny point because I was I was listening to New Rock Stars this week and they're talking about that very specific scene with Anakin and Obi Wan. Uh-huh. And you know Hayden Christensen is a lot older now. Oh yeah. And oh very yeah. Visually a lot older. And they're like you can just see it in his mouth during yep. that whole scene where he goes to talk. And right here on top form. of his forehead too, though. Yeah. You can sh- see they try to cover it, but it's just like the shape of the way. shape of his head is just different compared to uh the original movies right yeah yeah well i mean you you get shit on for those those two movies for as long as you did you're gonna get some wrinkles too that poor guy had stress thrown oh, on him yeah, at a young yeah, age his yeah. whole life yeah well we, not to mention what got thrown on the poor kid that played annie in episode one yeah that kid got <laughs> death threats it's like holy shit we have an unfair culture about blaming the actors for not good writing and you especially see how unfair it is whenever you see like people now wanting those people to come back and partake in projects and stuff, despite how unfairly they were treated. Right when the movies originally came out, like I, I have I have greater respect for the original trilogy, uh, but I still don't think they're part two. Not the original trilogy. I'm sorry, uh, the, uh, the prequel, prequel trilogy. Uh, I still don't think they're amazing, but I definitely think they're better than that period of time when all people did was shit on the trilogy. Right, yeah, right. well, I mean, at the age we were when it came out, I mean, that was our Star Wars. We had seen Star Wars, but those weren't our movies. We didn't weren't there when they hit and everything. You know, episode oh, yeah. one hit. We were we were kids in the 90s. That was the coolest shit ever. We, got, we were getting our own Star Wars. It had a kid in it. There was pod racing. Pod racing is still metal to this day. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to come back. We need I'd to love to up. get... Pod, pod racing show on Disney Plus, like Fast and Furious meets Pod Racing. Right? Oh, there you go. Right together. But like, it, I didn't hate it. I mean, I, it was a great time to be alive when I was a kid. Like, you got the pogs that you could get from Pizza Hut with the everything. Everywhere you looked was Star Wars. It's just, mm-hmm. and also like we didn't have access to the internet as much as now, so we yeah. we didn't get to see a lot of grown ass men shitting on Star Wars because of it. Uh, I think of it fondly. It is hard to look at to go back and watch it there. Oh, yeah. like especially the gungan war part where that's just a big cg filled and it just looks unrendered now it's just like whew. well that's what's so good about the new stuff dave filoni's in charge of and you can say what you want about writing and have opinions about writing and yeah the writing's hit or miss in a lot of these shows but the fact that they do a lot of practical effects is what really makes these uh shows work a lot better same thing with the sequel trilogy again you can say what you want about the sequel trilogy. At least it looked good. Oh, it looked fantastic. Yeah. My theory on that, though, is a little bit different because you, you, you might have touched on a little bit. Growing up, 
you know, we had Star Wars. I rem- remember vaguely, I guess, going and seeing in 1977 Star Wars in the theater. Mm-hmm. And I definitely remember Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And I, you know, because was, I was a little bit older. But we had to wait so long. So, in in my opinion, and this is, and I tried to express this to Colton, and because he was so down on a lot of this stuff, <laughs> um, we waited so long that, in my opinion, those were good movies because they brought more storyline to what we had for so long that we didn't know, and now yeah. with getting, and now with getting the Obi Wan and the and the Mandalorian and and. Rogue One. I thought Rogue One was a great fucking oh, movie. Yeah. And I rooted for them, even though I knew they were going to die. <laughs> I, I rooted for them to survive. But it filled a gap that you only could imagine, you know. Yeah, it's something you heard there. about forever. Oh, yeah. You always heard that, no, people died to get us this. Yeah. And that your whole life, you're like, you just know that people died. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're like, hey, man, you know those people that died? Yeah, here's, here's their, their story. story. Yeah. And I'd like, I was like, all right. I, and I loved Rogue One. I'm with you there. Yeah. So, to bring back then, do the do the prequels. And I, and I know that everybody shit on them and the poor kid got death threats. And it, and Hayden Christensen is the worst fucking actor ever to walk the face of the earth. <laughs> which, you know, I don't believe that. Yeah. It was nice to have that storyline of how he got there. And, mm-hmm. you, you know, CG-wise, we're, you're never going to match what George Lucas, the magic he made with Star Wars with as little, you know, new technology as we have yeah. now. He created new technology yeah. to film yeah, Star exactly. Wars. I get it. And that's, uh, I appreciate about that about you, is that you are the silver lining kind of fan. You're like, we waited so long, it was nice to get something. And then there's the sketchy we fan so long. It's like, we waited so long and you shit on us, yeah. Lucas. Yeah. And those yeah. guys. And, like, I, I do, like, I know that Star Wars would be completely different if Lucas kept working on it. And he hadn't sold and everything. It would be what we got now would be completely different, for sure. Uh, well, it, it already was though. I mean, the the Legends canon was so well flushed out. Oh and, yeah. And no offense to the Dis- the Disney canon, you know, I understand they wanted to take it a different way, but that Legends they did canon Luke. was so good. Disney did Luke dirty compared to what Luke was in Legends canon. Oh, and what 100%. Disney did what did with him was completely. I would have preferred them to go to Legends with his story because, like, what his story ended up being, you just ended up being really sad, personally, to me. You took a hero that we had when we were kids, and, like, it's just, like, he was, like, it's Luke Skywalker. He's going to be a great Jedi. And then you finally circle back to him, and he's a space hermit that just is so bitter. Mm-hmm. And when you finally do see him show up, it's not even him showing up. It's just him being, like, a force illusion and, and, and dunking on his nephew. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I, all I know is is that my mom, your grandma, when you when you hear her say she did not like what was it, the Last Jedi was that one? I didn't, she goes I hated the Last Jedi. I said, Mom, why did you hate that? She goes because they made like Luke Skywalker an asshole. Yeah, and then you know that something they, went wrong. They you? did. It was almost like <laughs> Mark Hamill was like ah, I don't even know. Like it just didn't feel like Luke. You know, it really didn't. It was just it's just and even when you see him now when he shows up in like when he showed up in Mando. And he was just stomping ass, and you're like, woo! And you were excited, but you weren't as excited as you would be because you also know how that story ends. Yeah, exactly. You're like, look at him kicking ass, and you're like, oh, he's kicking ass so good. And you're like, what What happened, man? <laughs> you were hitting your stride, homie. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, I loved Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. I think he was a fantastic character through the, the three sequel films. 
But every other character in that entire franchise was just so poorly written. And there's not an excuse for it. You know, it's not the actor's fault. It is the writer's fault. I loved I loved Kylo. I loved Ben. I loved it. The, the last few minutes that he was in that franchise where he went back to being Ben. Have you ever seen the super cut to I Need a Hero? Yeah. Where it's yeah. him just running and everything. That's what I need a hero. And he's got the lightsaber and he just pulls it out of there out of nowhere. And he's like, oh, it's fantastic. I like the idea of Kylo Ren. But the writing... Just the way the, what he went through through each film and how abruptly those things happened just made no sense. I also didn't need the kiss. I know that was super unnecessary between him and Ray. I mean, it just they, they. I mean, they they were very close in, yeah, in it, terms of it just, having their force connection and everything. Though this really said, turned into a call. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, we we that's why it's a chiller filler. You know, we sit down, we get talk, we. This is the first time that he's got to sit. Matt's got to sit down and meet yeah. you. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like, it's just it's cool to have us all around the table. And who knows the next time we'll be able to do this. So it's we, true. We talk about all these things shape us, which in turn brought us to where we are now. Without my love for horror, I definitely wouldn't be here. Without your love for music and everything, you wouldn't have ever been here. And same for you. It just like and you with your audio recording. Every one of these niche things that we like that built you up as a human led you right here to be in front of this mic what drives us forward and so it makes sense to sit down and talk about all the things we like and everything oh yeah we talked a little bit about horror and then we talked a lot about star wars (laughs) (laughs) and we might be stepping on the call guys a little bit but (laughs) it is fight us call guys (laughs) i'm i'm gonna give you guys a heads up right now i don't know when this episode will oh it's gonna be brutal um call guys are doing obi-wan and gunner said it is not gonna be pretty oh like i just oh i liked it the writing I loved it. was not the writing wasn't all fantastic and there's some bits and pieces what i am i'm i've become in my quote unquote older age i've become yeah. less of an angry fanboy i've i've spent I've, i'm a diehard ghost rider fan i've had to watch my favorite character get shit on in two <laughs> movies i'm i got green lantern tattooed on me too and i had to watch that get shit on don't say you like it I, golden just leave it alone <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking horrible movie uh, but you so, know, did I ever tell you why that movie is special to me, right? Blake Lively? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that movie, and uh, the reason I like it so much, I mean, I, it's, it's not, you're right, it's not the greatest movie ever made. Um, but it was Father's Day, and this guy right here comes to me and says, we had our little cookout and stuff like that. He goes, he was working at the time. He goes, for Father's Day, I'd love to take you to the movies. And he took me to see Green Lantern. So that's why that movie I is special to me I and why I actually like it. I would have took, took that as my son being like, I don't like you. <laughs> so I well, took this movie. So this, this was a couple weeks after the movie released. And this, this is so actually the... So we had a chance the, to see reviews. And right. Still still to, yeah. Yeah. This is where my theory of always go into something with low expectations, low expectations came to play. And because, you're like, okay, I went with low expectations. I didn't know there was going to be a Hot Wheels scene in the Green Lantern movie. And uh, I, true, I didn't yeah. think my expectations could go lower. <laughs> I had the lowest expectations. and I was, It's like Dewey from Malcolm Middle. He's like, every year... I have no expectations, yet I'm still let down. <laughs> but I mean, that's the beauty of it, is I went in with such low expectations. I walked out, and I was like, hey, that wasn't 
as bad as I there's, thought it was going to be. There's the glass full guy. There's the glass half full guy. And then there's Skylar goes in, well, you go in with your glass empty. It can't get any emptier. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Until it turns out they throw your glass on the floor. <laughs> it shatters everything. But there is like me saying that I'm no longer like a toxic. I, I've, I've stepped more farther away from being as aggressively angry as a fanboy about stuff not being right. And it makes sense that there's going to be plot holes. I mean, the original three movies were made so long ago. Mm-hmm. That like they never nobody sat down and thought like hey, what if they make a TV show, twenty something years from now, and they're like Leia new Obi Wan even though they had no close chemistry when they met, in the first one she was just like she cinema, if George Lucas was still in charge and he made Obi Wan I guarantee you right before this movie comes out he'd be like give me every single fucking copy of that movie, and he would be super master cutting it yeah. toward Leia instead of being like, you helped my father in Clone Wars. She'd be like, Obi-Wan, you all, you told me if I ever needed you to call yeah, you yeah. now. And then you also got Luke, who in in the original trilogy, Obi-Wan sitting there walking through what a lightsaber is, and Luke's like, what, what is this wizard shit? And then, but flashback to Luke's childhood, there's a lady chasing around his house with a red <laughs> lightsaber. You imagine the moment Ben turns that thing on, Luke's PTSD kicks in, he's like, no, 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 no. Okay, but... To play devil's advocate here, to not make those mistakes, all I would have had to do was watch 20 minutes but of it was, the first they, Star Wars. People say they're going to say they're mistakes, but it was needed because you know what? Like, yes, it doesn't make sense canonically because you figure when she met Obi-Wan, she'd give him a hug. He'd be cooler. Uh, maybe Obi-Wan would tap in the force a little bit more because he knows her, so she doesn't accidentally meet, end up macking on her brother for a little bit. Just be like, Leia, listen, please don't. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. your brother. <laughs> let's, let's keep it off. But I like, mean, in fairness, he sees her for all of 10 minutes and then gets ghosted. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it just, like, there was no chemistry there, in which... But I appreciated it in Obi-Wan because that was like it was something I didn't know was gonna happen because they buried that lead advertising wise. I didn't think there was gonna be a little Leia story arc in there. Yeah. Made me like the character Leia even more because you gotta see her growing up as a kid. Uh made me a lot more sad about Alderon getting blown up because I know her parents were dope. They were yeah. good parents. Also makes me a lot more sad for Aunt and Uncle Owen. Oh, <laughs> no, like, yeah, I thought about that. Life, too. He's been like, oh, they got barbecued, but you you never gave a shit. And Luke seemingly didn't really care either. He was like, oh, they burnt my space. I'm going space yeah, wizard yeah. anyways. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but now you sit there and you see Uncle Owen and Aunt Owen smoldering on the on the in the sand and it hits different now. You're just like Oh, Uncle Owen. And it was like, oh, Auntie, you were dope. You got your gun out. Now you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the biggest plot hole and there not being a thousand stormtrooper corpses laying around Peru. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> in Obi-Wan, she is the badass of badasses. Oh, yeah. And those listeners out there right now, you did notice that he said Uncle Owen and Aunt Owen. Just, um, so, I just like, I just like, I just in my head, it just like he's like, oh no, Uncle Owen's there, and I'm just like, think like, just it's last name, I don't know, it just it just it's like, how do, what's her what's what what's it's her Maru, yeah, Maru, yeah, yeah. and they, they should have been a bunch of dead storms oh, yeah. because yeah. she's like, he's like, we need to hide, and she was like, fuck that, and pulls out her space shotgun, yeah. and she was like, let the Sith come in. <laughs> Am I adopted? What, what he, he's not the worst part is, is man, they get barbecued for a dude that was like his stepbrother's kid. Like he wasn't blood related yeah, to Luke at all. Well, it wasn't. That was it wasn't. his dad's married or dad's second wife's. 
it wasn't about Son. them finding Luke. It was about them finding the droids. Yeah, that's yeah. why they got. That's yeah. why they got zapped. That's a, that's a rough way to go. They finally get rid of Luke and like, oh, we don't have to worry about anybody coming to get him because he's half space wizard. And all of a sudden, they're like, yo, what's up with these robots? I'm like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you see people die throughout the the, the original trilogy of the blasters. They don't turn to that. So did the stormtroopers? They burnt them. But it's, say, did the stormtroopers got... just throw gasoline? <laughs> they, they brought in those. They brought in those sons of bitches from Mandalorian that strolled up in with the flamethrower. They called that specific guy because everybody <laughs> likes to live on that shitty ball of sand. And start <laughs> and like, Yo, Steve. Uh, I know he just got his ass kicked in by that Mando the other day, but you think he walked down here and deal with these two old fuckers in the <laughs> desert? <laughs> They're being uppity, and man, I don't think Blaster's gonna do it. Just come out here and torch these two real quick. Yeah, for a shitty planet in the Outer Rim, everything that happens in the galaxy seems to start there. Yep. Somebody should have parked that Death Star in there <laughs> took care about their problems. Well, I'm surprised Vader didn't anyway. Yeah, because I, I hate sand. sand. <laughs> like, Vader, uh, I see the Death Star's in Sector 2B. What the hell's going on? He's like, man, I'm taking sand out of the galaxy. <laughs> Like, are you about to dust Tatooine? The huts are there. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, the huts were oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's, it's like, let me, my last complaint about Obi-Wan, and I'll move on. Nobody in the Star Wars universes knows how to finish the job. <laughs> Everybody needs to stop leaving motherfuckers alive. <laughs> Obi-Wan, done Vader in the first time, problem solved. Second time, shame on you, man. He was like, <laughs> all right, Vader, I'll see you later. And the same with third sister, okay? Let me, or was it third sister? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Homegirl was a Padawan. Took a saber to the gut, lived, okay? She turns around and does the same thing to the Inquisitor. And, like, I was upset because I've watched Rebels. And, you know, the Rebels takes place after everyone, so you know the Inquisitor's live. And you're like, they can't have killed him. But I'm like, and I literally looked to my, my, my Kayla and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I was like, well, he has to be dead because I, I verbatim say she can't be stupid enough to leave him alive. Because one, you just stabbed him. Two, you're trying to take his job. If he's alive, you're screwed. He's going to kill you. Lo and behold, she didn't double tap his ass. And at the end, he comes back. And then he re-stabs her the way she was stabbed the first time. And he was like, amazing how hate can save a person, blah, blah, blah. Bragging about it. And what does he do? He turns around and leaves her there after he just made a speech about the magical healing powers of hate. And he's like, she's good. She's gonna. She's clearly going to die. It, it didn't work when she was eight, but it's definitely going to take her out of the picture now. And then next episode, you see her ass just walking in the sand, just a little limp. But she's like, ah, it's just in the gut. I'm all right. Like... Kill them. Okay, well, put them down. Let me ask you this. So we've seen her stab the Inquisitor. She got stabbed with the saber by Vader. Um, twice. She's a two-time stabbing survivor. <laughs> um, uh, even Anakin killing all the younglings over the thing. All the bodies are laying there. But when Darth Vader kills Obi Wan in the Death Star. He turns to dust. Well, it's because that was Obi-Wan stunting on him one last time. See? <laughs> oh, yeah. Obi-Wan oh, was like, oh, yeah. kill me? Obi-Wan didn't even let him kill him. He pulled a Yoda. He's like, you can swing at me, bitch. That's never going to make contact because I quit. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he, he looped. He just, he just literally was like, yeah, I'm done with life. Time to be part of the force. So before, because his robe wasn't cut. Vader never made That's, contact. Yeah, Ray, yeah. He never made contact. Obi-Wan was like, I ain't giving you the satisfaction, you old asshole. And he just poofed out. And give him a chance, and that's why Vader doesn't even celebrate. He's like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> he <laughs> he just, got me again. Yeah, he did one last time, because he beat his ass twice. 
and left them alive. And it's like, I, I'm wondering if it's just like he does, he's, at the end of the day, he really just doesn't want to kill his friend. Is it like because he knows the four, he's with the four so much where he knows that there's other things that have to happen? Or if Obi-Wan's like, oh man, I could kill you right now, but sending you back to the Emperor with your ass in your hand a second time really going to suck, ain't it? <laughs> well, well I think, uh, oh, uh, I think during Obi-Wan, he's not a master. He's still a Padawan to. Uh, oh, yeah, he calls him master. He, so he still very much looks at himself as lesser than Obi Wan because he still calls Obi Wan master. He's yeah, like, like he, and and so the, I mean, and it's ten years from Obi Wan to the first film. So yeah, we're ten years after the events of Revenge of the Sith, but he still had a lot he had to learn, especially about the dark side. Uh, and so I think that, especially when you go back to the first movie, to New Hope, and he uh, when he's speaking to Obi Wan, is like. When we last met, uh, I was but the learner, and now I am the master. I think that still works within the canon that they've established with Obi-Wan, where he was still the learner when he got his shit kicked in from Obi-Wan. <laughs> Obi-Wan had to shake the dust off, and that was it. It was, yeah. it was literally like, I'm just going to flex a little bit here, and then whooped his ass. <laughs> the other thing to keep in mind is, you know, Obi-Wan is a Jedi. He's trained not to kill. He's trained to be show compassion. Sometimes you gotta put a motherfucker down. Well, I understand, but you know, he's not like Mace Windu where he he's on that on the cusp of the Yeah, yeah of the dark side when he kills Jango or Anakin when he's actually murdering every Oof. everything. But. All in all, I liked it. I really did. I liked it. I liked they definitely it a lot. they're set they're clearly setting up weird shit because they're setting up something with third sister where like maybe we're gonna give her a show too. And then Ice Cube's son. That's that's his kid. That's his kid in there. The the pilot. Oh, okay. Okay. They seem like they're setting him up for a movie too, because he's like, "Keep at it. You're doing a good work." And he they just zoom the camera in on him. He's like, "I'm just getting started." And I was like, "They're about to give him a movie too." I I love the whole concept of the path. Oh yeah, totally. I just like thought around railroad in space, but Jedi. Right. Right. But I am uh, I'm also against uh, Jedi graffiti, though, letting people know that you're still alive, though. If you're under, riding under the radar, she walked down there and she was like, I thought this son of a bitch was dead. I thought this son of a bitch was dead. Maybe don't chalk your name down where it could be found if you're supposed to be, you know, not exist anymore. But no, I dug it. We're probably running a little too long on Star Wars talk. So uh, we'll maybe we'll wrap bit. this up. Tune in next time for our next yeah. Star Wars podcast. <laughs> Uh, we love Star Wars. No, definitely. Like I said, all this stuff makes us, which drove us to make the content we make. Right. I mean, every little bit of it led you to where you're going. Not to sound too cheesy and everything, but like without, like I said, without your love for music, your love for audio engineering, your love for spooky, et cetera, et cetera, we wouldn't be here at this table. So it's okay to reach out and talk about that content and how we feel about it. And also, you know, we got to flex. Let the call guys know what's up. You know? <laughs> yeah. Find us. Yeah. Because we'll I we'll will, go. I will scream at my radio. Yeah, cool. no, I will she scream at you. Next we'll time be I... making another long drive to come down there, <laughs> and we'll have some problems. It has its flaws. Everything has its flaws. I don't want to hear about it from two guys that were like Scooby Doo was the best movie ever. It's a great movie, dog, but far from it. <laughs> I love Scooby Doo. Both you guys are like, all right, man. On the count of three, we're gonna be the best friends ever. Let's see who we match him. One, two, three. Scooby Doo. Yes! It's the best movie of all time. Dude, the dog, the CG dog and Matthew Lillard have a fart contest in the movie. That takes it out of the running for the best flick ever. Instantaneously. Great movie. Yeah, fart jokes are a disqualifier. <laughs>
But, uh, yeah, this has been Logan in the United States of Paranormal Podcast. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming to Texas. I know it wasn't for us, but it benefited us, and I, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, this is Logan from the United States of Paranormal Podcast. Golden Jay, you can find me on Golden Image Podcast, uh, United States Paranormal, and The Murders. Yeah, on a little bit of everything. And we got... The Skywalker. There you go. He's still getting used to the handle. There you go. The Skywalker. And you can find him on Golden Image Podcast every Thursday. Wait. Every Thursday, yep. yep. Well, every, every other Thursday. Every other Thursday. And then also the Vintage Golden Image, which you definitely got to check those out, too. They're long, but they're worth it. I promise. And then we got... Uh, Matt. <laughs> I forgot his handle, too, and it's his own fucking name. I was too busy focusing on the next part, which was, nobody said it. Also, check out the call, guys. Yeah. Oh, oh, we love the call guy. Yeah. We basically, yeah. this whole episode was a plug for the fucking <laughs> call guys. Yeah, well, you know, I, well, I'm serious when I say I scream at my Yeah, here, let me, let me, yeah. Let me, let me, let me get, get a little closer to the mic here for, for Colton and Gunner. Uh, go listen to the call guys. Uh, everybody needs that little boost of adrenaline for screaming at your radio. Get your blood pumping with rage or, you know, they, they make good points too. It's nice to listen to them. Go buy a hat. Buy a shirt. Rep your call guy stuff. Apparently, if you're in Indiana, you might get signed by Colton, want to or not. It's a possibility. <laughs> email them and yell at them. Or email them and tell them they're right. And then email me and tell me that you agreed with them so I can email you telling you why you're wrong. Also. <laughs> I was about to say, and then tell us where we can meet and we'll fight it out. Because that's, mm. <laughs> and Colton Gunner, set up that horror one. We'll come in. We'll talk about it. We, uh, we would love to, we'd love to talk to you guys and everything. Yeah. And if you want to help support us, uh, hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification button. And uh, check out our merch store, the Merch Mausoleum. And we've got lots of cool art. We always forget to plug our own merch. We're I know, right? Yeah. Really and that's what I'm doing right now, Mr. Interrupty. <laughs> <laughs> we've got lots of cool styles. Uh, I just got in a sample of our new cryptid hat. It looks awesome. If you're the kind of person that likes hats, highly recommend checking it out. Uh, also, if you want to go check out the Murd Nerds every Friday, uh, you can also catch them on our socials, which is – anybody know the, the plug for that? Does it – Murd nerds at I, I don't know it's the just Facebook.com slash nerds. Skylar's got it. Uh, write them a message. Tell them about how Ashley's your favorite. I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Tell murd nerds about how you disagree with call guys. <laughs> Get out there, reach out, talk to us. Uh, you have no idea how much it, it excited me when we got our first email. I mean, people message me all the time, but somebody actually used the United States of Paranormal email. And I saw the message like, and before I could even say anything, the chat, Alicia was already like, guys, look what I saw. (laughs) Somebody actually emailed us and like people reach out to us via all sorts of other ways. But the moment somebody used the actual email, everybody's shitting in their pants. So reach out to all of them and consume it all. Uh, We appreciate it. Uh, Golden Jay over here is building an empire. Like everybody calls him the emperor for a reason. Uh, like I said, we cover a little bit of everything, and we got the, we got the Indiana Chiefs fans coming up. So we got we got sports ball, we got murder, we got we got reviews of restaurants, bars, wineries, and uh, we got record conventions and oh, comic yeah. book conventions, yeah. and museums. Uh, we got your spooky. Uh, apparently, we have two that talk about movies and everything now. <laughs> uh, so like I said, just check it out. We cover a little bit of everything, and we're ever expanding, and uh, we're always growing. Things are getting better and better. So I think we got it. I don't know if you can. Uh, I don't. Think, Bye. I don't think I can legally say keep it spooky at the end of this episode. So may the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> don't watch Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or you just use the C on the other side. There you go. See on the other side. Stay golden. Pokemon. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to support other Golden Mojo Entertainment productions, check out Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, 
and Murd Nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. To see photos and find new episodes of the United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media, Twitter at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D or Instagram at the United States of Paranormal and Facebook, the United States of Paranormal. If you have a place that you'd like us to look into or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com.